the weapon that conjures up an image of World War I trench warfare would be the rifle bayonet. So much grainy footage of young men charging across no man's land with bayonet fixed gives the impression that that was the main strategy of trench battle. However, riflemen with bayonets were more often used to protect grenadiers, that is the infantrymen who deployed grenades, either by hand or by an attachment on a rifle. At the outbreak of World War I, only the Germans had anything like a successful grenade design. The British had to catch up quickly. The Betty grenade, designed by Major C.E. Betty, served with the Indian Army and was favoured as it could be mass-produced. Although thousands were manufactured and deployed, the Betty was not a particular safe grenade for grenadiers, due to the dangerous and unpredictable detonator it used. And when another design was adopted, those surviving British and Commonwealth grenadiers must have felt some relief, as much as trench warfare would allow at least. William Mills was born in Sunderland, in England, in 1856. And after he finished school, he began a shipbuilder's apprenticeship. Mills went to sea as a marine engineer in the 1880s, and after witnessing several deaths due to lifeboat deployment, designed a much safer system, which was adopted by both the Navy and the merchant marine industry. In the first year of World War I, the British War Department had Mills look at redesigning the hand grenade. One of the chief design flaws Mills worked on correcting was the deadly lack of control over detonation. Indeed, despite the effectiveness as a defensive weapon, many troops had a phobic reaction to being anywhere near these bombs, as the early grenades were called by the soldiers. Thus, as well as improving the efficiency of the explosives, Mills developed a system of activating the detonation device, which gave a more predictable method of safe deployment. The pin, which keeps the grenade safe mode in place, and which has been etched into popular culture by Hollywood as being removed by the teeth, but was likely ever only performed this way by one-armed grenadiers, rendered the Mills bomb safe for transport, and for troops carrying it in their pocket and in their webbing. The Mills bomb utilized two safety control systems for the Grenadier, and the design of the grenade greatly outlasted the First World War. The real design improvement Mills made, which doubtlessly saved thousands of lives and limbs, was the lever. This one small flange of metal enabled the Grenadier to have complete control over exactly how and when the grenade was deployed, after the pin had been removed. Indeed, the pin could easily be replaced if deployment was not safe or would be ineffective. Of course, combat is not a rational situation, and grenadiers and those around them still encountered horrible accidents. Notwithstanding, Mills' lever has remained an aspect of most grenade designs ever since. The lever is spring-loaded, and once the grenade is thrown or launched, the lever opens out, which pulls a bolt with it, releasing the firing pin which ignites the four-second fuse. Once the fuse burns down, it flares the detonator, which detonates the explosive in the grenade. That lever release and the predictable four seconds 
is what made the British and Commonwealth forces adopt the Mules bomb and actually banned the use of the Batty grenade and others like it.